Sorry? Women are also always interesting. He says an interesting question about Mataji. So women are all, always interesting. If your wife is satisfied, then God is satisfied. No, it's if the guru is satisfied, then the, then, then God is satisfied. Yasya prasada, bhagavat prasada, yasya prasada, nagati katopi. That that applies to the guru. Well, on the material platform, it's true that you can't be satisfied unless your wife's satisfied. And if she's not satisfied, you're she's definitely got, not, not going to allow you to be satisfied. So if you want to be satisfied, you have to satisfy your wife. But the great problem with this is that the wife is never satisfied. Now we're talking on the material platform here. That's why that's in the material world no one can ever be happy because they're they're chasing the pot at the end of the gold the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's not there. Uh, on the material platform, yeah, one should try to keep one's wife satisfied as far as possible. But family life in Krishna consciousness is a different proposition. Husband and wife are supposed to cooperate for the satisfaction of Krishna. Then family life can be pleasing and peaceful. I mean, there are what we call happily married people on the material platform also. But that's also, that, that's also useless. That's maya. That binds us in the material world. So to have a materially dissatisfying marriage is just hell. And a materially satisfying marriage is like heaven, but that's just a big illusion that binds us in this material world. So it's better to uh, be materially responsible and live as far as possible in this insane world, live a sane family life. With the with with the goal of life of both husband and wife to be Krishna conscious. And that's all. It's a simple formula. This material world is a very complex place. So often, it, family life becomes very complex. Anyway, I'm not an expert on family life, and you know what? There's no expert on family life. No, no one ever worked it out yet. It's, uh, why? Because, uh, the, uh, what is that? Pungsastriya mituni bhavametam tayoraho hridya grantimahu ato griha kshetra sutapta vitaya janasya moho yamahammameti. The attraction between male and female causes strong material attachment in which one becomes attached to wife or in the case of the wife becomes attached to the husband and then one becomes attached to one's home and one's country and one's children and one's relatives and one's money and then this is just the cause of thinking in terms of I, me and mine, bodily conscious, illusion. illusion. So the only uh, solution to this is to be Krishna conscious. And that's all. Srila Prabhupada also said that the husband should 
he gave I, I, he gave various forms of advice. The husband should satisfy the wife by by giving her children and saris and bangles, and the husbands uh, the wife satisfies the husband. I'm I, I'm just quoting Srila Prabhupada here by giving him nice food and sex. So there is a license for sense gratification in family life. Uh, but uh, overindulgence in that license simply causes suffering. So, uh, getting back to the question, yasya prasada, bhagavat prasada. No, it's not that if the wife is satisfied that Krishna is satisfied. That's not the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. It's mixing uh, material concepts with spiritual. The idea might be that if the wife is satisfied materially, then you can be peaceful to and then you can practice Krishna consciousness but if the wife is uh, very materialistic then uh, it's going to be difficult to be Krishna conscious anyway oh what a difficult situation <laughs> I mean you can give general I can say general things but every situation is different and then someone may say, well, you're sannyasi, you don't know what you're talking about. Grihastas, they know. But as a sannyasi, I have to speak according to Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. And I know Guru and Sadhu and Shastra don't say that if the wife is satisfied, then Bhagavan is satisfied. It's not, it's not the teachings of Shastra. So if you take the statement at face value, then it's bogus. You don't actually have to ask me. You can ask the person who says it. What is the Shastric basis of this? All the time people ask me, well, someone said this, is it bona fide? I get this kind of question all the time. But you just ask the person who made this statement, what is the Shastric basis for this? And if they don't give one, or if they quote something and give some convoluted uh interpretation of it, then you know they're just talking nonsense. Simple, we have a simple test. Guru, Sadhu, Shastra. And if you say, well, my guru said, or if he says, I'm a guru and I said it, the guru is a guru because he follows Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. If he doesn't, then uh, Yoga, Nashta, Parantapa. Then, the, then he's outside the parampara. But I'm not going to, don't take, don't take this that I said that so-and-so whoever said this is bogus because I don't know exactly what he said. I'm only responding to what I've been told that he said. We have a clarification. Um, yesterday, uh, an interesting discussion ensued from the proposal that by satisfying one's wife, one can satisfy Krishna. But now we are informed that that is a misquote. And it was more along the line that, well, we should respect our mothers, all women are our mothers. and So, it was an interesting discussion, but uh, it wasn't based on, at least according to the latest information that I've got, it's not based on a factual quote. Well, that proves another point that we should uh, hear carefully and repeat carefully.
So those six questions are finished, and I think we should have Arati. We can have Arati now, because I have to go to.